Hello and good evening, and here we are. It's a late one. It is Wednesday, uh, September 29th, 2021, or at least it will be for the next uh, 42 minutes or so. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Uh, we will be joined by Jamil Robinson, uh, we expect, in a, in, a, in a short time as he's catching up uh, from a long day at work and watching the episodes a little bit, a few minutes behind us. Uh, but uh, here we are. Jeff, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. A little, you know, a little late night, but luckily I have tomorrow off. Oh, well, good. For, I do not, but I will be on vacation as a Saturday, so I can tough it out for the next two days. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we are here. Uh, late one was we had our uh, we had Survivor tonight as well on CBS, which I did watch earlier. And we'll, we're going to be talking about that tomorrow here on Super Mario Brothers because, you know, we've been doing this Big Brother podcast for 12 weeks you know, since they all these 16 people came together in this house. And now only one stands and his name's Xavier. And he is the winner of Big Brother 23, Jeff. Yeah. Who who would have saw it coming, Dave? Not me. Well, um, I can tell you who did see it coming. Me. I'm the one who drafted uh, drafted Xavier first overall in our draft. And I just, well, I didn't get a chance to pick him, so... No, no one else did except for me. I also was bestowed randomly the the uh, the the first overall pick. So does it really count, Jeff? If I if I win with the first pick, no, sounds no? good. Sounds good of a win. What if I had one with Frenchie? That would have been a good pick. win. That, that would have been, been a good happen. win, but I would have had nothing to do with picking him. It would have been it, what you guys left me. If Jamil had won with Ozza tonight, that would have been a hell of a win. <laughs> I was I was pulling for Ozza tonight. Even though I had Xavier in this draft, uh, and you know, I can I put this notch in our little. Uh, we have like an ongoing tally of who's won the most seasons. I until recently I didn't do so well, but this year, Big Brother Canada nine, I, I had Tashawn, and I won with him, even though I thought his name was pronounced Ty Tycon originally. And then I uh, now tonight win with Xavier. Uh, both black winners, Jeff, uh, in both uh, Canada and the U.S. this year. Of course, yep. uh, um, even more maybe more prolific in the American version with the cookout Alliance. Uh, the greatest Alliance of all time is declared by Christian. Right. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, how many seasons has Christian watched? Like for real, maybe one. like, yeah. Like what? Like, I mean, you could say that all you want, but like, man, they were a good Alliance. I'm not trying to say they weren't, but they were dysfunctional as hell. And there were a lot better, tighter alliances that went a lot further in this game and made a lot more sense toward the end of the game. The end of this game was messy and didn't really make a lot of sense. And you could see it in the broadcast tonight. Yeah, and we're going to break down this whole episode uh, and and, and just any, everything we saw, just so we don't forget. You know, so like right off the start tonight, to start up to the episode, um, we, we, you know, it's Julie talking about how we're going to get the first African-American winner. It took 23 seasons to get here. And it was only from the, the, the fact that this season was so diverse with its casting that this was even possible, uh, for, for these, uh, for six, uh, black, uh, house guests to kind of get together and make sure that they got to the end here. Uh, so, uh, that was the story. That was kind of like the whole story of the recap, even leading into it. It's been kind of like the story, at least for the last five or six weeks, at least, especially since we've gone to the jury phase, because the producers love to tell the story of what alliance dominated the season, 
you know, and th this has been the level six. We it was Royal Flush for a while, but then it became the cookout once Royal Flush kind of was flushed. And the slaughterhouse was set up originally, too, if you if you can remember back that far. Uh, but, the, you know, the cookout was one of many possibilities. I think players like Xavier and Tiffany and Kyland in particular, I think, were considering. You know, I think they had different options. Uh, you know, I think there was, you know, I think in the back of Tiffany's mind, she was looking at uh, all girls alliances and different possibilities for getting to the end. Um, and this is the one that seemed to stick. And I'm, and I'm happy for it. Um, and of course, you know, Xavier is the, the, the ultimate beneficiary of that, but of course, you know, also Derek F wins runner up at 75,000 and Tiffany gets America's favorite house guest tonight at 50,000. So all cookout yeah. members as well. Um, and then, you know, got Azza, Kylan and, and Hannah who, did, you know, they don't go home with quite as much in, in that scenario. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's a bunch of things in the finale tonight that I had thoughts of and, uh, I mean, mostly the Kylan stuff kind of stood out to me, uh, oh. you know, but both the first question that was asked and also the the whole explanation of the nephew stuff and like they didn't get into it as much um, and rightfully so, because I don't think it was ever going to it was too long of a conversation to really have in the quick amount of time that Julie likes to get everything in. Um but all that stuff kind of stood out to me. The uh, baby D, DX, if you will, he really stood out on the broadcast. They really were kind of showing him a lot. So much so that they he had to do the shout out for Travis. I was like, why did Travis even show up to this Zoom meeting? I mean, what is he like? <laughs> you know, also, why weren't they there? You know, the, the pre-jurors should have been there. I agree. You know, you know I think like, that they could have flown them in. Uh, There's only five of them. And it kind of was sad that. Uh, they couldn't be part of this reunion tonight. Like there was a lot of wasted time, I think, in this. I think this competition was a waste of time, you know, it, it, because I just don't think that it, it this format for the final, yeah, the, the part three HOH, it's never worked for me. It still doesn't work for me. It's yeah. like we're going to put these packages together to feature the jurors. You know, and I guess this was as clever as any version I've ever seen. You know, usually it's just like, hey, I'm Brittany. And what did I not do? What is that true or false? And then you yeah. go right. And so this, and you're on those scales. They didn't do that this time, so there was no because they find they are usually there's somebody's way too high, and then they have to like bring them down at the end of the competition. It's kind of awkward. So uh, that was fine, but like I just think that like these these players know their days. They know these these questions are 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 they seem impressive maybe to the casual audience. Maybe even to us, we watch it every week. We talk, we podcast about it regularly. I don't know what, who, how many vetoes I, were won by who and who. And I got this. a lot of them right, Dave. Like, you know, that was what was like the questions are too easy, I think, for especially for the house guests, let alone if I'm getting most of them right. I got the first one right. And, and that's because I, I knew Brittany had been nominated four times. So I was like, well, it's that one. And then even Ozza got that one wrong. I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe, maybe I'm just smart. No, I think the questions are she screwed up and Axel was screwed up too. On this that all question. came down to Brittany Scent. Brittany Scent. Brittany also in this, too, like so excited. So almost too excited. Too eager say. to oversell. You know, they, they say, make sure you have it. Like the producers, I imagine, say to them, like, hey, have like really strong reactions. We don't have an audience here tonight. You know, so we have to like, you know, create a little bit of that atmosphere uh, ourselves. And Brittany's like, don't worry. 
hold my beer. Yeah. I've yeah. got this. I will be the entire audience and all of America at once. Hold my karate black belt. I, yeah. I got this. You know, uh, uh, yeah. So just a few, like, when, yeah. When Kylan walked into the jury segment, uh, I was like, can we, can we dial down a little bit? <laughs> Just a bit. Like, I, I get you're excited, but just, <laughs> I mean, it was a lot. Uh, second thing, also, with the jury segment, um, I mean, it was one of the... I didn't like it. I did not enjoy the jury segment this time around. No moderator this year. Yeah, no moderator. You kind of need a Dr. Will or somebody to kind of be like, hey, like, what about this? Like, I don't like... Especially in this season, I think that this season needed a voice from outside of the cast to ask them questions. This, like, to me, was like the one season that needed it, and they didn't have it. But what's the argument against X winning? Like, if or even like, okay, if you're, yeah, let's say, Doctor Will's there, Dave, and he's, yeah, well, there's a bunch. Like, of okay, things. but what about Aza, guys? Or what about Big D? You know. No, the, the, my problem with giving Xavier the win, like, automatically, like, he, was he a good social player, really? Like, he didn't, he mixed, he mixed up that Tiffany had a daughter. She ha, she has a son. Right. Like, like, this, he purposely made sure not to get to know these people well, because he wanted to make it easier on himself when he had to get rid of them. Like, right. he did not play a great social game. Big D actually played a better social game, but... He put his foot in his mouth at every left turn and really his hurt people. His own worst enemy. Yeah, he was his own worst enemy. If he had been more likable and less of a, like a baby, honestly, he could have got, got a damn vote tonight. He could have got a vote out of Aza if he hadn't burned the bridge as bad as he did in this episode that we saw, right? Like, Yeah. I have carried you all the way to final three, Aza. Why? I, I kept trying to figure out, like, what is motivating this man? Like, what is it about Big D that makes him do this? Because I feel like it comes from a weird place of, like, self-delusion, but also, like, kind of a place of, uh, I want to say, uh, like, like, he's defensive. Like, it's a defense mechanism. That's how, like, that's kind of how I view him in a lot of ways. Like, he lashes out at people when like things don't go his way or if he's right about something he'll lash out at you like everything comes from like this weird negative place and even his comedy which makes me laugh and i think like you know i i I like him as a character on the show but as, as a person i think that would weigh on you and i think like the you know, everyone was laughing at him tonight, and I don't think he cared, and I don't think he like. I think really he was noticed. clueless. Like, I he's just not a very he's not a fully self aware person. He sort of is in some respects. He knows how to work a room. He knows how to to get laughs, but you know, and and sort of be endearing at times. But he's also got this really negative, mean side to him. He's got this chauvinist side where he thinks like men are better than women. I think quite frankly. Uh, and I think that, you know, he, he looked down, he looked, um, his, his, his negative viewpoints on Aza and, and even like Hannah and, and Tiffany and other members of the women in the house, I think were exaggerated. I think he, he gave favorable viewpoints to players like Xavier and Kyland and others that didn't more than they deserved as well. Like, like he put them up on a pedestal and he took, he put other women players really low. 
you know? And so when Oz is like, when Oz is now sort of in his way, this player he's been like best friends with really the one, the one who, the one who was his friend when no one else would be at certain times, uh, Oz, uh, you know, he's turning on her and, you know, you're going like, what are you doing, man? Like, this is the, this has been your best friend the whole time. And now, but now because you want Xavier's, I guess, approval, you're going to, you know, kind of torch that and burn that bridge. And like, and she's now going to not, not only not take you, but she's not going to vote for you either. She's also a potential juror, even if you get your way. This episode was heartbreaking for Aza in so many different ways, Dave. Like the fact that she screwed up the first question and the question was about Bertie sent Brittany, her maybe other closest ally in this game from the beginning uh, other than Big D, and she screwed that question up, and then all the other questions, they all got them right. I would have loved to have seen this go to a tiebreaker, and Aza had won, and she said she still would have taken Xavier. I much would have preferred the the juror, the jury having to decide between between those two people. And Me I think too. I also think Xavier. Yes, he he did the easy win or whatever here. I think it would have been nice, and I know this is a game, and people are gonna roll their eyes, but I think he should have taken Aza to the final two here. Um, you know, I think it was because at the end of the day, Oz is going to forgive him and big D won't. And Xavier is going to go along to get along. He wants everyone to be a big, happy family after this uh, season. And rightfully so. I get it. I understand. Oz is not money motivated person. So he's like, I, um, that's not what matters to her. You know, I think she deserved second place more than big D did. She did, uh, and you not know. only that. I don't even. I don't even think if Big D got the money and she got second place, I think Big D would have been cool with that. Kind of like when Russell Hans lost, and he, you know, well, he just wanted the title. You know, like it, it's that same kind of thing for me here, where I feel like Aza, um, it just sucks that she lost, and just her whole reaction, her interview with Julia after. I felt for her. I felt. I again. I'll say it again. I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. I think she's the most genuine, most moral person that has maybe played this game in like ten years that I can think of. You know that I I genuinely think is is a good person. Um, and it was sad. Like the whole big D stuff was the crux of it. But then like the fact that she lost by one point and it was like a question where both her and X almost got it wrong anyway. Ah, it's it was so disappointing because I really wanted to see her do well, uh, you know, because for for her right from the beginning, right? You know, like I I, I agree with you completely. I think that uh, it would have been um, nice to see this happen. She almost did win it tonight, you know. And Xavier, I think I don't think many people many other big brother players could have knocked him off once he got down to this final six like he was a man possessed like there was nothing that was going to stand his way even before that but i just think like you know i do respect that his like he has like a Derek lavasser like methodical consistent i this is what i'm going to do the whole way i'm never gonna take my eye off the prize you know a very mature gameplay standpoint boring methodical but effective you know, and uh, a comment here from Debbie saying, like, you know, he deserved the win. X deserved the win. He played the best game. And Derek F didn't deserve final two. But that's the thing about being in the final two. It's like this idea, like, well, we always want the two best house guests to be in the final two. But that's never going to be the case. Like, it's you know, unless unless you get like a Cody Califiore taking Derek at the end. Right. Yeah. Um, and he shouldn't have. He should have taken Victoria. And he would have lost. lost. He lost. Right. He, so, de he decided to lose, though. 
in a way. You know what I mean? Like right. Wu, like Wu decided to lose too. Like you know when he took Tony. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, and Aza would have done it tonight. She would have taken Xavier and she would have lost. You know, and like Kyle, and Kylan maybe would have done it with Xavier. Maybe we'll never know. But yeah. you know, if Kylan was the final HOH and he had to choose between Big D and Xavier, you know, I I think he probably would have taken Xavier because he wanted that whole like the best of the best at the at the end. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't trust anything that Kylan guy says, honestly, like just like with his whole thing tonight where he was like, what? I look, I watched it back. It was perfect. It was great. Like it was very Trumpian what he was saying. I was just like, dude, like what? Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like that, I wouldn't trust that guy as far as I could throw him, you know, honestly. I thought he got off light tonight, you know, with the whole thing. I thought he was considering how much of a villain moment that was last week where, you know, when he was evicted uh, and then he, you know, he basically said, I heard it. Like I have the, I can listen back to the clips too, Kylan, if you want. And uh, it's, it's, you know, Hey, well, uh, it's just unfortunate. Your nephew has nobody to look up to anymore, you know? And like, he's uh, it's, it's that, that that's what he said. Um, like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's unbelievably low blow and not necessary. Like, and the fact to double down on the jury segment and not even like be like, like that one thing was like, Oh, of course, if you're offended, like anybody who ever says, well, of course, if you're offended, then I apologize. But I actually don't think I did anything wrong is the most ridiculous thing you can say, you know, like what? Like, dude, like how you don't think it's a coincidence that every single person for the press for the post media is kind of going, Hey, like, you think you messed up there? No, not Kylan doesn't think he messed up. Uh, yeah, God. well, like, if you remember, like, yeah, it was Julie was going like, Kylan, Kylan, I need you to come out of here right now. That wasn't like a misunderstanding, guys. Like, you know, millions of people watch this live. I think we kind of know what happened. Uh, here, guy right here. If your nephew has nobody to look up to. Uh, if your nephew has nobody looked up to, I just uh, find that unfortunate, he goes on to say. Um, and he just... Kobe doesn't step down from the challenge. He accepts it. Yeah, I mean, I thought the whole, you know, Kobe thing, raising him to be a man and face challengers and stuff. Are you talking about my nephew right now? I'm asking about, if, like, you know, named after Kobe, Kobe doesn't step down from the challenge. He accepts it. I highly, suggest you do, I highly suggest you stop talking about my nephew. I think that that's not really that's... up to me. I think that it, if your nephew has nobody to look up to, that keep talking about can, my nephew. Guys. If your nephew has nobody to look up to, okay. that is going to figure out Honestly, how like, to raise him. Kylan. Kylan. How did he watch that back and went, no, I wasn't in the wrong at all? You like, know, like I, I listened to like the Brent Walgamot. A broadcast the other night on twitter and he was like yeah like every every press member who came through he they asked him about this and he answered it exactly word for word every time exactly the same he had the exact same response like he just this is how he is you know he sort of has his like boilerplate answer and you know i think it would take a lot to convince him he's wrong i think you know once like he talks to his family, gets his phone back, and I think uh, like interventions from a lot of people, I think there's going to be some kind of a uh, something that's going to happen with Kylan. But you know, I I don't I, I think Xavier uh, Xavier as soon as he, you know Kylan came on the jury segment tonight, and he's like he's like I'm question number one, 
you know <laughs> what did he ask uh, uh xavier about it was yeah, like it was uh to be proud to be a first black winner it what's was, the most uh, important thing for being the most black winner he's like uh you know to play strong but not be personal maybe and not to bring up family members and uh well how much a- was that just like he went first the production staff gave him the card was like read this and you know like and then we're gonna get we're gonna ask you about what happened later but just read this for now <laughs> like you don't get to ask the question you want to ask uh I don't know. Like that that stuff was tough uh for me as far as like dude, like how how do you not have any self-awareness of like you screwed up? Like that's to me that is someone who cannot admit fault. And I think that, he's just stubborn. I think he has a stubborn I got to be right. Yeah. And you know what? Like these are young people that go on this show and I can understand that, but at the same time, come on. Like this is brutal. Like this is like there's no defending this there's no thinking you're right about this in my opinion like you you know uh i wanted to see a confrontation happen in that moment and, and but i didn't you don't bring kids you don't bring you know it, especially one who just lost their father you don't bring that into live tv like no <laughs> like okay. you know like i don't know yeah, and then and then of course maybe a less egregious sin, but also like when he got to the jury tonight, Kylan, he was like, "Well, let's admit it, Hannah was kind of useless, just like Big D was, right? right. The, you know, and she's like, are you equivalenting me to Big D? Are you?" And he's kind of right. like, "Yeah, yeah, kind of." Right. Okay. I, all right. So here's where I can understand this point of view. I don't agree with it, but I can understand the point of view because Hannah was not tight with Kylan throughout this game. I don't think. I don't think they were ever tight. They were in the cookout, sure, but they were never taking each other anywhere past final three. Uh, you know, we saw the scene where Tiffany and Hannah were trying to convince Kylan. And what did Kylan do? He went after Tiffany and Hannah immediately. You know, like they were never so. And Big D and Kylan were tightly aligned, okay, throughout the game, really. And for me, that makes more sense. I get why Kylan said that because if I played a game like this and I was tight with someone, like a big D, I would be biased, you know, I would because, you know, you just played 80 some days with somebody and the other, you know, it's a cutthroat game and I'm going to be biased probably by the time I get to jury, you know? Right. So I I think everyone's got a bit of a bias. Right. So I can understand kind of like why Kylan said that, but at the same time, I don't agree with him. I think Hannah was a way bigger threat. He took her out for a reason. You know, she was mad about, him taking her out because he was all about strong people strong threats blah 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 blah. go to the end with the strong people which was all nonsense that's why like he he didn't care he was to get a take x to final three and try to win and cut him and take oz or big d that was his plan in my i think you know can't prove uh, it but yeah it's it's i think you, i suspect you you that kyland is full of shit too uh you know and i think there's evidence to suggest as much because i think when he turned on tiffany when he did i think that was kind of the big indicator of kind of like you know like maybe kylan's not as like all about pure loyalty and sort of who he what he said yesterday uh it's kind of about what's convenient for tomorrow you know also when he had to cut sarah bath like they all had to cut their people but but you saw it there when he had when he cut when he was the hoh and britney went and how he kind of played that. Uh, there was a few times with Kylan. I'm just like, this guy pretends to be all Mr. Sensitive, caring. Uh, right. I'm in touch with my feelings, but he's really not. He's kind of a cold-blooded, yeah. ruthless player. Um, yes, yes. Which I kind of encourage from players, but not to this degree where it's like, 
to a level of phoniness that is i i don't think very uh, attractive not rootable you know the we were actively cheering for him to not to not to get ousted at some point to get his comeuppance as jameel would say yeah and and yeah so like for me uh he was the crux of this whole final episode and he was the four you know he finished fourth you know he so. finished fourth and i think that the producers were almost trying to like put that past the, they i don't think they want that to be like the the you know thing only thing that people talk about with season 23 is that when kyland brought up kobe the nephew and uh it was nearly fist thrown but how can it not be like one of the biggest things of this season it like, is for me i mean I, for me it is and uh, this whole okay, and we, well, I want to get to this comment from Debbie here, where she says X would have won regardless of who went up against him. Okay, I have a few thoughts about this because uh, if she's talking about the final three, I think Aza would have lost, but I think Aza would have had a chance to get a lot more votes, maybe three or four votes, and it could have been a five-four vote. I really truly believe that could have happened, but here's the deal like i think xavier was given way too much credit by people like claire people like sarah beth and and that credit should have went to tiffany in a lot of ways tiffany was really the mastermind player in this season but who gets and, credit for getting tiffany out well it was kyland that got but wasn't it wasn't it xavier that got kyland or that steered kyland in that direction why does Xavier get all the credit for every move in this game? Well, like, or, Xavier, you know, or Kylan did it on his own. On a, like, I don't think he cooked it up on his own. Uh, cookout puns aside, uh, I think that uh, I think that they they were working pretty closely. I think that Xavier played Kylan in a lot of ways, you know, and then and, and that was kind of what that reaction to was when he got evicted. He realized he had been played by Xavier, that he had trusted him more than he should have, or one, and and was hoping that you know that. Aza was going to get evicted last week and he'd be in final three here and uh, and he didn't so he got played I think that you know maybe he was gonna maybe he would thought he was playing Xavier and he was gonna cut him first but never got the chance well and this goes back to what happened with Big D like Big D says in this episode tonight Dave that he regretted kind of taking Aza and not Kyle into the final three and and actually is there a, like is there an opportunity I guess it wouldn't have happened right like we never would have had the Xavier blow up moment but if Kylan hadn't gone out like that, uh, and Kylan sits at the final two with Big D, he probably wins in a landslide just like Xavier did tonight. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I think Xavier uh, Kylan uh, had well, there was a bigger chance that Kylan was going to say something like he did to Xavier um, than Xavier screwing up. Xavier was very calculated. He's a he's a nice guy and he's very um, personable. Um, but I don't think he made enough of an effort socially with these players. I really don't. I think he 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 made a constant well, effort not it's to. It's only it's only in comparison to the people he would have to potentially sit against. And I think that the cookout also, like other than Tiffany, who was his mm -hmm. real only jury threat. I think. Yeah. You know, I think uh, uh, the other cookout members, I don't think would have beat him. So, uh, and for that matter, most of the jury members, I think, couldn't have beat Xavier in the final two. Except for Tiffany, maybe. 
maybe DX if he like has a completely different game and he's here, you know, he goes on a string, you know, and and so maybe you know DX if he's still in this game longer. But like anybody else, no, like I don't think that like I think he wins. You know, I think that these other players like you know Brand Champagne and um, Travis will never know what would what could have been if if there had been like stronger competition. But a lot of these like powerful kind of device divisive personalities in the house were taken out early you know and then um and then once they got into the jury phase it was kind of like cook out to the end uh when they used it, the tiffany strategy of the your person and you know that's what they did and that, it became right. a very predictable season and xavier to me had very little to do with it uh in my opinion i think tiffany kind of controlled the way the whole narrative of the, the season went and what the first chance they they had to get her out they did and you could see it happening even before when she won that hoh xavier was getting pissed off because he was like tiffany's but you just said my one threat but he needed a reason to take her out early and so he started drumming up big d and he started drumming up kyland to make sure that tiffany was the one who went Right. And and, I, and so I think that like it's a group effort, like it's those cookout men who decided to take out Tiffany at that particular time and had been I think that also Tiffany, like as popular as I like I liked her a lot, too, but like she played hard. I think that, you know, she uh, in, in another season would not have done as well as she did in this season. Uh, she showed her for, cards a lot to the other players. When Brent Champagne said to, about Tiffany, where he was like, "Oh, I, I never saw it coming," or whatever he said, I was like, "What?" Like, I, I mean, like she was very obvious about it in the house. And he, I, what was Brent doing? Like, he's, like honestly, like I mean, oh, I, I, I'm speechless when things are said like that because I'm like, how, like. Like she was not a savvy player uh, as far as not showing her cards, in my opinion. Like I thought she was over the top as far as her st strategic uh, play. Uh, you know, I think she went to too many people and, and, and you know, hoped everything worked out for her. And, and, and it did because the cookout was a unique thing. But at the same time, there was never a moment where like people caught on to this. Like it was I couldn't believe it, you know, as far as well, this I house. You know, I think like I think like that's the thing about Xavier is I think he was I think he had a lot of influence in the house and especially in this cookout alliance more than isn't understood sometimes. That's all. Like I think he was kind of a quieter game that he had, and I think that I don't think he'll ever get full credit for it because it just wasn't flashy. I think it was just more like you know he was r clearly running Big D way more than I even thought coming into tonight. Like that basically Big D was like I have nothing to say against Xavier. I love him. Right, but if he had been sitting next to Ozzy, I think he would have thrown some shade to Ozzy, even though he should love her more. Oh yeah, uh, but he does, right? Yeah. And no, yeah, it would have been it would have been a little mean, I think. Yeah, it would have gone to a bad place if he had sat beside. I think almost any one of those girls, Hannah, Tiffany, or Azza, a big D would have, um, yeah, not. What's that? I think he, yeah. Oh, you're freezing just a bit there. I think I think he was happy. Sorry, I think he was happy. Comment here from Tiffany, just saying. Uh, or sorry, from Debbie about Tiffany. Uh, Debbie saying Tiffany would have uh, been a big threat and could have possibly won against X. And Mary also thinks that Tiffany would have beat X. Um, that would have been like I think that would have been like the fantasy final two of this season. 
like if you wanted the two most like i think that the two masterminds of the cookout with maybe kylan sort of as a strong contender in there too from my point of view um i think that that would have been good i think i think tiffany would have won i think tiffany would have been articulate enough to defeat uh xavier in a final two um and mary's also saying with brent i don't think she uh she with brent i don't think she was ever in the same room as him Debbie thinks this was a boring season, the most boring ever. I don't know. Uh, why do you say so, Debbie? What what could have made it more interesting for you? Okay, sorry. No worries. So, so what, what were you saying, Jeff? Uh, I don't know. What was I saying? Can you remind me? <laughs> well, we were just talking about, like, I guess the credit Xavier does or doesn't deserve in comparison to Tiffany. And we were also just mentioning, like, who would, like, what is the what is the ultimate final two we could have had here in season twenty three? You know, it would have been like I guess Derek X was very popular, so I think a lot of people would like to see him go far in this game. Um, and I don't, Tiffany, I, don't I guess, know. like I maybe. think Tiffany X would have been the final two that most people would have wanted. You know, and then let's see who was the better player by the votes. Do you think Tiffany could have uh, done better speeches and de better arguments and answers to the jury that to defeat Xavier? Yes, uh, I do, because I think she would have brought up multiple points where Xavier didn't get to know these people that well. Uh, you know, like uh, he, only Alyssa, only really Alyssa and Christian. Like he said, oh, Christian and Missia, like, you know, like he really like he let's let's be real here guys like he used this cookout to his advantage yes. and 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 it wasn't like he would i don't think he he would have used the royal flush he would have used whatever he needed to do to get to the end you know right. and good for him like he should do that that's big brother oh okay now you're just trying to butter my biscuits i'm bit. not All buttering right. your biscuits i'm putting some salt on your biscuit right now xavier uh be, i'm sorry but like i think that the whole cause of of the the cookout was more important really at the end of the day to tiffany and hannah more than even the rest the rest of the four of them you know uh i think the rest of the four of them just benefited off of it and i think they were they they they, they cared about it but it was not like i think tiffany and hannah were drumming the cause and they made sure it was the final six with those six do you know what i'm trying to say yeah i know that it was definitely more important to certain members of the, of the alliance than others like i think for kylan and Derek f it wasn't as important despite what they what Derek f said tonight yeah like he, he was like he was ready to pull the, the plug on that alliance so many times uh, Aza was never comfortable with all the lying that they had to do. Yes. Um, you know, and so I think that, uh, and uh, yeah, I think Xavier, you're right. Xavier would have used the cookout, but he would have used any alliance. It didn't matter. Yes. He just, like, Xavier was on a mission to win this. Yes. I am, I admire how friggin' poised this guy was in the house. You know, even tonight, he was so controlled, so measured yeah. in his answers. He is like, even when he knew he, had, especially when he, when he, when he ran the, the, the gambit he got all eight questions in this challenge he was just like yep got it i know i've got it i know I've, yeah. I've, I've, i he's just he like you know he talked about being a what was a division like a, basically a minor league basketball player you know division two so like that's right below like ncaa yeah like like yeah. Like, yeah. like he wouldn't have been like in march madness he wasn't that good but he was like on a team that tried to get there
basically. Okay. Okay. So, and then he's also an attorney, which he admitted to both. These are the two things he never talked about, apparently. Um, he saw Kyla's reaction. Oh, okay. Pro athlete. Pro athlete. Okay. I respect Okay. That. That's why he defeated me. Okay. He is Kobe. Maybe he is more like Kobe. Maybe he is more like Kobe. Okay. <laughs> Should have brought the Kobe up today. Um, yes. Yeah. But in terms of like a live feeds, and I didn't really follow the live feeds that much this year, but from what I gathered, yeah. Most boring season ever from a live feed standpoint, uh, because it was so predictable that there were like even the drama and the fights that did happen, uh, which Debbie said there was very few of, was mostly like Derek F just you know having a little fit or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. it was the big D baby show. He he should have been baby D at the end of the day, he should have been the baby D, big baby D, yeah, big baby D. Uh, yeah, so like for me, like, yeah, the live feeds from what I uh, gather for the most part were yeah, a lot of big blue couch singing, um, you know, oh, and stuff go. like, you know. Big blue couch, grab a seat and some popcorn with your friends. Got that on hockey. Yeah, so that, I mean, for me, like, I, I kind of want, all right, I'm glad it's over. Like, I'm glad there was an African-American winner. You know, congrats to Xavier. I'm glad it occurred because it was long overdue. Having said that, I I hope the narrative of future Big B seasons isn't like this. I really do. Like, I think this it will be bad if if this continues. Uh, I hope we can... next year it's the All Asian Alliance. So next year it's the or, All Indian Alliance. Or or God forbid, if this ever goes the All White Alliance, it's going to. It was be... called the committee. We had it last year. Yeah, that was, it wasn't like white power though like you know what it, I mean? it, like <laughs> well it wasn't in their it wasn't in their brochure jeff but it was <laughs> right. uh, it was they had one person of color and it was cody califiore <laughs> right <laughs> yes uh i mean yeah that is kind of what happened it happens a lot and you're right like uh and this, this was the first season like they mentioned it a few times that they casted more people of color and they should have you know like i've never understood why it was always like 14 white people and then four people of color it made no sense i think know? they are the, the old mentality was like well the the unite the population is 20 percent black for instance so then 20 percent of our cast will be black maybe right, right. or maybe not i you think know? So, that's silly i think you know like i i think you know just cast who's good like jameel says like just cast who's good and and what and if try- we what, it, what what they always cast like eight women and eight men right they always do that's true they don't and, they don't say well we're gonna cast uh fifth 13 men and the best five women because that's just the way they, they they'll never do that so it's okay to have representation it's okay to have sort of like uh like i think that the mandate of 50 percent diversities among casts i think or, or minorities amongst the cast i think is probably the right thing to do but then it'll become like how much is represented i think will become an ongoing conversation you know like uh, well great we have minorities but there was still only one asian person this year and, and a latino girl who's half white right so i don't know like you're it's uh it, it, i think it is something you have to look at from a casting standpoint and it also i think has an effect on gameplay uh you know yes. in in ways that are talked about like this season in ways that aren't talked about too you yes. know um, yeah so like, like that's a good point dave because like if, like you said with the committee they couldn't talk about that they couldn't bring up hey we're all white you know, like no, I don't, like, think they, I don't think they formed it on the pretense that they were all white. It was just that they, it was no. the idea that these are like the players that are like minded, like me. These are the people who remind me of myself, yeah, and who I think I can trust and I can rely on, uh, in this in this 
version, which is a returning player season, yep. an all-star season where, it, you know, we all have our individual reputations. We're not coming in like blank slates. And I think that, uh, yeah, like just the fact that they all had blonde hair except for Cody, I think also was kind of like, Ugh. did they? Oh my God, really? I forgot. Well, I you think it was Danny. It was Nicole Franzel. It yeah. was uh, Tyler. It was um, Danny. Uh, Tyler looked more like a redhead, but yeah. Where's the Tyler in that alliance? Yeah, but, Tyler was in that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, for the most part, you're right. Yeah, it was a lot of <laughs> yeah, uh, white, blue-eyed, blonde hair or red-haired people other than Cody. Uh, but I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think that had more to do with pre-game well, like Memphis alliance. and Christmas and Memphis and Christmas. It had to do to me more with um, pre-game alliances, and that's what that's the whole problem with these all-star seasons. They should sequester these people. They should never like give them heads ups. You know, like I get, I get they can't, I guess, but at the same time, like I hate that. I hate that they do that with the all-star seasons. That's why the I f- I feel like the the newbie seasons are better. Uh, for the most part, most of the time, but you know, not this one. Well, okay. Here's the, here's the, you know, good point here from Debbie saying like next year. Okay. This year there were like, you know, you had, you had Brent champagne, you had Claire, you had Frenchie, all the white people in the house and they were, yeah. they didn't know what was happening, but like some kind of had inklings at times, right? Like we know these from the feeds, like Derek X was actually calling it out before a lot of the other white people were saying it out loud. And I wonder next season, what, this sort of reaction to this will be from the white players. That's why I don't um, like, I think this is like, I, it needed to happen. It was long overdue, but I think this season, they, they it, dividing ourselves based on racial stuff is it, it, even in a house of BB and it's a reality TV show and it's a game show is, I just think not, it's not good for, for 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 society that watches it basically like i mean i think this is just divides people at the end of the day uh you know and yeah like i i have i i I definitely have mixed feelings on it because i'm happy for xavier and i i I think this this cookout alliance was fun to watch and i think it was it it, it was the right especially for the time i think with the whole uh i think with everything with black lives matter and with george floyd you know last year i think like this is the time for this but it's also like uh sorry Alyssa, you're a minority but you're not the right minority right uh so it's uh same thing with the dx and like yeah just everything with that is i get it i understand that um you know there's too many times on bb where they cast one or two black people and they're they're out pre-jury and they're the people on zoom tonight and and you know it it it, it was so justice you know? Yes, I guess. I mean, I, I, it, it, to me, like that's not justice. It's more just retribution, and and you know, I, I just, I don't know. It, sit, it doesn't sit well with me as far as um, how, like, especially how proud like a Hannah and Tiffany are of it. I think, I think they should reflect on the fact that this is not necessarily a good thing. Maybe, and maybe they should think about that. Uh, you know, because I do think once they get outside the house and they start to see, you know, how other people have reacted to this, I think they're going to maybe question. I think they should question. They should reflect on it. That's all. And, I, you know. Mostly, it seems like the fan base has been behind the cookout, though, right? Like, I'm sure there are some people who don't like it, but like, uh... well, let's. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, hey, it's the internet. But the what I have read, and I'm not saying I agree with any because I don't. But there's been a lot of negativity toward CBS and toward 
big brother in general for like allowing this to happen which it's a game they they can they have no control how the game gets played you know uh but no but you know can you but if there was an alliance that was like outwardly saying we are doing we are the white people getting together yeah would big brother would cbs allow that to continue no i don't think they would no they probably wouldn't and they might but they would the 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 difference is like you just said the committee kind of did that and you know did they you know they weren't open about it this the difference here is they were allowed to be open about it and i think that 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 infuriates a lot of people i think uh now maybe a lot of people would say screw those people that infuriates you know and maybe they'd be right uh, you know and well it's kind of both i think i think the, both answers are, i think that there's sort of like valid points on both sides of this argument but i think ultimately like it is what it is it, this is what we got this year uh but you know they also like they did vote out certain players before their time but because of like what skin color they were or what gender they were and are, is that going to set like pressure on future Big Brother? We got to get all the white guys with abs out of here, like Travis would say, uh, or do we got to get out? Certain, I don't know. Or do it now is or conversely, do we have to get out all, all the minorities or the black players because we're afraid that they're working together? I don't know. I just think kind of like what what Brittany said tonight is true. Like when she said she got up there and talked about her autism or whatever, and said like I didn't tell you guys because I wanted you to see me for who I am, you know. And yes. You don't get to not tell people you're not black. You don't get that's that's an evident thing, you know. Um, but I think the the principle is important here that that people we have to judge people who they are as people. Not their background is just a, a small fraction of who they are as people, and and that's right. you know look at the differences just in the cookout of personalities. You know, they're not very diverse, very diverse, just in personalities. And I think that is what Big Brother to me is about, is about, though, you know, those um, people coming together and, you know, those personalities banging off each other and figuring out who can kind of manipulate their way kind of to the to the top. Here's here's the thing, too, though, like if this was an all guys alliance or an all girls alliance, we wouldn't be like wrestling with the morality of it in the same way you know i uh for whatever that's worth you know i think the fact that these six this these six came together ultimately with xavier being the winner uh you know these six came together with like very different personalities it really shouldn't have worked and a big i think um a, a big reason it did work was because Derek f even yes. though he wasn't a good player and he's no. he's objectively bad, but his alliance used him in a very intelligent way, a very yeah. strategic way, which was like, yeah, he's just getting into fights with Tiffany all the time. So Sarah Beth and uh, or he gets into fights with Kylan all the time. So Sarah Beth's never going to think they're working together. Not all six of them. Right. <coughs> It was kind of a, a smoke screen. So his his place in the alliance, his place in that toolbox was important. And he he wasn't the mastermind. He wasn't the the architect of the cookout like he tried to sell in those in these little uh, jury uh, answers tonight. But he um, the alliance worked just because you also Aza. I don't think the alliance works without these particular six individuals uh, right. like they're, they're functioning they're... and dysfunctioning at the right times. I think it had a lot to do like with what you just said, Dave, about Big D. And I don't think he was given any credit for anything, you know, because his personality is so abrasive. And you know what? Rightfully so. He he was very mean to Azza. 
there's a bunch of things in this season where I think he deserved all the criticism he got. But at the same time, he was the most useful tool for one, Xavier, and two, I think also Tiffany. You know, really, he, he, he was the social glue in that house that convinced everybody that this could not be a thing. Yeah. And two, that he wasn't really playing. And then I think he expected everyone to kind of look at him at the end of the game and go, oh, he really was playing. And then they all looked at him like he was a joke. And he, I get it, because he is an abrasive person and is kind of comes from a place of um, uh, insecurity in a lot of ways, I think. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, so I think that with Big D, I kind of, I felt for him in some ways because, you know, Sarah Beth said a couple times tonight, like, oh, well, he never won any competitions. That doesn't matter, in my opinion. Dr. Will didn't win crap, you know, when he won. Just because you win a competition doesn't matter, you know. That shouldn't be the reason you win the game, okay? It really just depends. I, I think the reasons are all just based on what the culture or the narrative of the house is. So I think if you're in the house, you should, like, uh, if you ever get a chance to play, I think it's, uh, you have to kind of, like, say, like, it's not all about competitions, is it, guys? Right. Like, is it all, is it, you know, because it, it's really just to be about, like, where you stand with people. Uh, and well, sure, you can guarantee your safety for a week by winning veto or HOH, but ultimately you can't always be safe. So uh, you can't keep right. yourself safe all the time, uh, you know. It, uh, if you go back and watch season two of Big Brother, and actually a lot of the early seasons, uh, it wasn't just Doctor Will, but he was the kind of the person who started this. He made a point of what you just said, Dave, to change the narrative in the house to make sure people did not care about who won the competition. That that did that it, that isn't what mattered. What mattered was social dynamics, which is really at the end of the day what Big Brother is about. You know, the competitions and the the strategic maneuvering is important, but not as important as social dynamics and how you get along and how much people believe you're, you're, you know, if you're telling the truth or if you're feeding them BS, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and we never, and a lot, a lot of times in Big Brother, I feel like it's going away, but we would see blowups. We would see fights. We were alluding, you know, Debbie was alluding to it in here in the chat earlier uh, on the live feeds. We, Rachel Riley, uh, uh, you know, famous for for her blow ups and and her fights with uh, uh, with a bunch of different players. You know, there's a bunch of different examples. Evil Dick is another one. Amanda uh, Zuckerman. Amanda Zuckerman. Like there's this happened for a reason. And the reason why it occurred was because at the end of the day, the reason why Big Brother is longer is because it shouldn't be about, okay, we just got to get through six days. Right. If, okay. if, it was, if it was a shorter stay, it'd be too easy. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be about, like, okay, just get through the six days. Okay. We got a competition. Okay. We got the veto. Okay. That's decided. Moving on to the next week. You know, that's what happened this season. And it's been not just this season. It's been happening a lot. And I had a thought, Dave, and I want to get your opinion on this. All right. I thought tonight was the representation of everything that's been wrong with Big Brother for the last like five seasons of who sat in the final two chairs. Okay, so we had Xavier and Big D. Okay, yep. to me, they represented the one player that I blame the current state of BB on, Paul Abrahamian. Okay, on one hand, we have Xavier. The guy that really didn't get to know anybody in the house, but played kind of got went along to get along, was a nice guy. Uh, you know, I, I think this is the way Paul Abrahamian viewed himself. 
a good strategic player that kind of did everything right and made sure and didn't really want to get too close to people. And so when he sat at the end, you know, you have to give it to him because he played the best strategically. Okay. And then the other hand is kind of the big D side, kind of how why big D, uh, why Paul Abrahamian lost both times. Big D, the delusional player, the one who thought he was running everything, the one that, you know, was kind of, um, you know, wasn't honest, not only to himself, but to the other players in the house. You know, this is kind of, to me, they represented Paul so much in, in, I don't know, I maybe I'm the only one drawing that comparison. I don't know if this makes sense to you, but that's, I, I, I keep getting this feeling of why Big Brother's wrong, and it has to do with the back-to-back seasons that Paul played. I, I think that I agree with some of what you're saying. I think that there's uh, uh, definitely been like the group think mentality in the house uh, for a long time now. I think that like uh, there, there's often like sort of a a head or a, 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 you know two or three people in the house who are sort of like running the game, if you will, pulling the strings are control, you know, have made all of these alliances or these connections that, you know, they can sway influence very quickly. I make sure that, you know, things go their way. So I think that, you know, like Paul was was the strongest example of this because he was the one returning player brought in in a season full of newbies. And it was so obvious in that season. Uh, but it happens in, in almost every season, whether they be new or returning, where you get like this dominant alliance that usually is not public. Uh, and and they um, they are able just to kind of methodically work their way down. Okay, and bringing in, uh, it's he, it's technically Thursday, but, but he's here. Bro. Jamil Robinson, welcome. We are not worthy. We are not worthy. <laughs> he wanted blood, he says here. It was a foregone conclusion what was supposed to happen. But the fact that Big D did not get dragged is the biggest injustice I have seen this season. This man should have been publicly ridiculed from 9 o'clock to 10.01. Sorry, 11.01. We even go overtime. Yeah. We, talked, we, we didn't touch on how sad it was tonight. I, I was like, don't cheer this man. Don't clap <laughs> for this man. It looked like everyone was... It was <laughs> it was when they came to the question and answer segment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just gonna get it out of my system right now. When yeah, they no, got get to it. the question and answer thing, and they brought out those cards. I'm like, damn it, they are robbing me of yes. my rightful uh pound of flesh yeah. I was supposed to get. That was the whole reason why I wanted to see this outcome. I didn't yes. care if X won. I didn't even care if I won with Aza. I didn't <laughs> care, honestly. I wanted that man to be dragged for the big ass idiot he was, right? And the fact that I didn't get that is a disappointing season. People talk about, oh, uh, last season sucked. It's like, no, this season sucked because I did not get justice, yes. right? Aaron got hers. Where was Big D's? No Where live crowd. No, no cr- loud crowd to to boo this man. Yeah, like, well, or Kylan for that matter, because they did bring up his whole thing. If there had been a crowd there, I can only imagine how it would have been different. Like, I yeah. think, you know, Kylan would have. X would have uh, still got cheered. Yep. Yes. Kylan would have got booed. Kylan would have Tif- got booed. Tiffany would have got huge cheers. Yeah. 
yeah. next. And I think I think with with Big D, yeah, I think like well, the, even the jury was just flat out laughing to him at certain parts tonight, where they're just like, "Okay, man, whatever you say." Ha ha ha! You they know? were hoping Tiffany was gonna go off because every single time he said something, they were like, "Cut to Tiffany, cut to Tiffany." Let's see if we can get her rolling her eyes or anything. And it seemed like halfway they gave up and just went to Chada for the when he created he created the cookout. You know, so I formed a cookout to make that goal happen. <laughs> remember, they, remember when that happened? They say that in jest now, like it's a like it's a punchline now. Right? Yeah, I agree that they were they were especially soft with Big D this whole season compared to other players like who did less or said less offensive things got roasted way more at certain times. Yeah. I, I, for whatever reason, he got a pass a lot and uh, including tonight, although I think like the viewers can make up their own minds. I think they stopped protecting him in the edits, you know, and just were showing him being mean and, uh, and cruel here to Aza tonight, especially in the first hour of this, where they were, you know, up leading up to the, the this final. man situation. almost screwed himself out of a guaranteed final two. He did his damnedest. <laughs> like, he tried. He tried. It almost worked. He, he, he was 100% going to the final two, and he was like, you know what? I want to make it a flip of the coin. Um, like, you know, Xavier, like, there was part of me that going, Xavier, it would be so nice if you took Aza just because, but... <laughs> Just to I get, make sure that that man got no money. Yes, but on the other hand, like if you're if you're Xavier, you can't take the risk. He was gonna win. There's no way this man was gonna lose to anyone. He, he Xavier, final. like he was on a mission. He was like laser focused. He was nothing was gonna stop him here. And and like if Ozza can even sway one vote, that's too many for for Xavier I could to Ozza getting a vote. Yeah, well, right? that, but Xavier was like, no votes for Big D. No votes for Big D. I'm, I'm sure of it. And he was right. Okay, how far are you guys in your recap? Well, we've been jumping around a lot. We've been kind of talking about, like, the headlines and the biggest things. So, we, you know, we didn't go so right through line by line so much. But, okay. you know, we did... Final two so. competition, you guys. Um, the final, the final two, we didn't, we, we didn't, we didn't even talk. Well, we didn't even talk about even part two of the HOH where it was um, Big D versus Aza. So we didn't perfect get... time to jump in, then. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I don't buy the excuse that uh, Big D is getting punished by production. I'm sorry, dude. No, Aza was, by was crawling too. Right. So she wore yoga pants though. And didn't scrape up her knees. That's that's his damn ass problem. Then he, he didn't want to. Um, Wear the yoga pants. He wanted to wear shorts. I'm sorry. Get some knee pads, bro. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he walked out there. Amanda was saying, and he was like, "Well, I'm not winning this." Ask production for knee pads. Apparently, unless it was going to be a bench press competition against Aza, that was the only thing that would have suited Big D's. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing you would have been excited about. Look, uh, if look if Christmas broke her leg, if well, sorry, when Christmas broke her leg. I don't think she complained as much as Big D in terms of competition. It's not like she was like, why isn't there any wheelchair races for, for HOH? <laughs> like, dude, you, 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 you race the race that's in front of you. I'm sorry. If you're not built, that's your problem. Right. Uh, Big D, the last thing he said in the house, I think was, see, I couldn't even win a vote. Or something like that. Like he, like you know, no matter what, it was. It's a, he kind of, It's self-deprecating sometimes, but it always is like a negative dig at someone. 
You know, like even the thing it's a where bitterness. He, he's bitter. It's a bitterness. He was even doing it with Xavier when they he said he was a lawyer tonight. And he's like, I told you. And it was funny. I laughed. It was funny. It was funny. But it, it you know, and I, I enjoyed it, but it still comes from like this like negative, bitter angle always with him. And, you know, I think <laughs> I don't know. He's it's hard to like him sometimes when you realize well, especially you the know. conversations with Aza, right? Where Aza's like, you know, I never would have not considered taking you. And I was, I'm was, i playing with my heart. He's like, well, yeah. I made a deal with X and I have to honor my deal. And, you I, know, I, like... I didn't understand that, Dave, at all. Like, okay, yeah. it's Aza de- Aza's decision to do what she wants to do. Yes. Oh, it, it it's just because he doesn't wait, like wait, it. No, because... wait, no, I'm not letting that pass. Dave! It was Oz's decision to do what she needed to do. Correct. Absolutely. Not even Jeff, an argument. Jeff, you, you understand what I'm signaling here. I'm yeah. like, play the, t- song, Dave, should- play the song, Dave. Play the song. Do what you need to do. Oh. <laughs> do what you need to do. Dave. <laughs> I was like, here's... <laughs> I didn't know what you were getting at. I wasn't sure. I was can be sure. She... <laughs> She still should have taken Big D. I said that to Amanda. I get Oz as a, a, a she's a better person than I. Uh, but I think she's gonna take him anyways. She plays with she, her heart, Jeff. I don't think so. I think she was gonna take Xavier. I really she, do. She just seems so shaken at the end. Like yeah, she almost she's... pulled a topaz. I wouldn't have blamed her. I wouldn't have blamed her if she took Xavier. If she no, won this. Neither. Um, you know, even though I, I think she still loses. Uh, you know, to I think uh, Xavier still wins. Uh, yeah, I think you know. I, I think Xavier should have taken Aza. You know, I mean, I know that's counterintuitive to everything we say. Just win, but in this instance, I think he was going to win anyway. He would have won and, like eight to one, or instead of nine zero or something. Like he might have won six two, you know, or like six three or whatever. You know, like. Uh, yeah, I, don't I, know I think do that three votes. I, I, think, I think he may. He, she also maybe gets Britney's vote, and I guess Derek F. If he's there, maybe. But I still think he votes for Xavier. So, I still think uh, he votes for Xavier. I just, uh, I just feel that. Sorry, Jeff. You, I'll, I'll finish right after you. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go no, ahead. No. Oh, I, I was gonna say was I just think that he should have taken Aza because I think I like you, Jamil. I think I think Big D deserved to finish third third in this season. I think Aza earned finishing second when she won that second HOH and she won the double eviction. I think she earned it. And I don't think, and I'm not saying the competitions matter, but what I'm trying to say is Aza, I think, I don't know. I just liked her. She, she showed class. She showed, she showed personality at the end. And I think big D shot himself so much in the foot that he didn't deserve it. If this was hearts, then maybe Big D should get a prize for shooting the moon. <laughs> right? But Here's the Queen yeah. of Spades. It's true. Um, well, hey, <laughs> I could make a joke about that, but let's not let's not go there. Yeah. Um, it was just I, I didn't understand how he was so adamant about his own decisions in the game, which is sticking to this final two with X, which he didn't need to advertise repeatedly no through every single conversation no but seemed like downright disrespectful to her about her decision to quote unquote still take him like he was resentful that 
that was an option. Like he had to, he's like, I'm not going to bow down to you. It's like, she wasn't asking you <laughs> to, to kneel in and kiss him. And they're, Oh, thank you. Alza, for taking me to the final two. Like he's like, he slobberingly did to X. Yeah. Right. Like if, if we gave him a couple more minutes, the man would have started kissing X's feet. Right. Yeah. It was right. a really weird. He, yeah. I, I can't explain him to you. He, other than he, he has issues with women. He doesn't respect women enough, but uh, he loves his mother, you know, like I, yeah. I, you know, like all he talks about is taking care of his mother. And, and, and I just think it's odd, you know, like that, that he has like, yeah, that those opinions are like that, that kind of angle uh, on, on looking at this game, especially because I don't know what he's like in real life, but um you know this i think he's unapologetically unapologetically himself uh, you know here on uh, on the show i don't think i don't think he'd be that different in real life you know i think that he is who he is and not like kylan i feel like kylan's a, a different person off of tv you know we saw it a little bit i think tonight with with the kobe stuff uh well um in terms of oh um <laughs> he he loves his mother. Norman Bates also loved his mother as well. <laughs> Fair <right>? enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it's the whole yeah. Kobe thing. Um, the man still made a dig, like when he was voting, talking about like kids as well, kids at home. I'm like, bro, like <sighs> no one brought it up. <laughs> Why are you digging, like? I I don't care what Kylan says otherwise about oh um, watch back the tape that's not what I said he meant to say what he said yeah. and then he voted that way and mentioned kids to dig again an X right that was intentional again the dude is petty he is oh, petty I know that one because I'm petty see I'm just awesome. calling out um, Dave did you enjoy the uh, big blue couch um, call out. Yeah. Yes, we hope so, Debbie. Uh, yeah, just on on the whole thing with Big D. Uh, yeah, like it, it all starts tonight in the episode where he's like, uh, Ozzy's cuddling with Xavier as she's been doing pretty much the whole season. But now that it's only the three of them, it's really it, it was almost like that was like the start of it in terms of like the story they wanted to tell was like Ozzy's cuddling with Xavier and Big D got too jealous and he couldn't take it and so he lashed out against Ozzy. Did you know that he was saying to Ozzy and X? It's not fair for you all to cu um to cuddle. I sent my showman's home, Kylan, right? Mm -hmm. So you guys shouldn't ha um be able to cuddle. That's why he was so resentful. Yeah. The more yeah. he's talked, the more damage he's done. While I've just kind of been sitting back, so now I'm kind of in a great position. Yeah. I think uh, I think he was super nervous that Ozza and Xavier were were becoming a thing, and they were going to take each other no matter what. I think more than anything, for uh, he wanted to just sit in the final two chairs and be remembered. I think yeah. that was what this was about for Big D. He wanted to be remembered and, and get some get, money and get some money. But I, th I don't know how much he needs the money. I'm not going to go there. But I do think that he wanted to be remembered here more than anything. Yeah, yeah, and I think he will be. <laughs> <laughs> for better or worse, the worst um, BB player of all time. Of all time, of all time. Uh, 
Yeah, but just Xavier, everything was just falling to Xavier's lap, you know? I'll take it. He'll take it. Uh, um, Dave, where would you put X in terms of, like, the pantheon of winners? Is he a top-tier winner? Is he a middle-of-the-road winner? Or is he... Uh, Dave hasn't seen all the seasons. I can yeah, only tell you of the seasons I've watched, which is from yeah. 15 onwards, and plus all the Canadian seasons, uh, one through nine. So uh, I would tell you that I think from the American standpoint of the winners I've seen, I think he's, I think Xavier's a better winner than Andy Heron. Really? Mm, that's <sighs> I think Xavier is, um, I don't think he's as strong as Derek Levisseur, but I think he's in like a, a sort of... Uh, he's not in, <laughs> don't, don't go there. He's not in his, he's not in his... <laughs> orbit <laughs> dave's like i made the best choice of all time <laughs> uh is he is he equivalent to a steve moses mm, i guess i get like okay better or worse let's, let's take the cookout out of the equation because like i just i just feel like we would we would put him higher just based on the cookout alone but steve moses path to the end was a lot more difficult than X's was. Okay, so 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 the adversity faced is sort of like giving him more. Well, I I mean, in terms of personal agency, I feel Steve Moses had more, so I would count his win higher than than X's. But I would put like was X's better than Mickey? Uh, I, I shouldn't have personal feelings. So I think X's win is better than Mickey's win. Mickey never felt like he was in danger in the sense that he was in total control of the game. Not that doesn't necessarily make him a, a better winner, but I would say a similar winner. Like I, I'd say I, I would put Xavier amongst above most of these winners since fifteen, except for maybe Der- Derek Lavasseur. and I guess Cody Calafiore from last year. If you want to consider him one of one of the better winners of recent years, because but again, it's a boring, methodical strategy. I I almost think it's like the same game Cody played last year compared to what Xavier did this year. Mm, fair enough. Um, uh, I just he- I would not put him in the. Will, Dan, um, right, uh, sure. Derek, uh, like upper echelon of like winners, where they just were just on a different level completely. Like if they were all in a, um, if they were all there, like X would be the odd man out. Honestly, not just because he's black, but because I don't think he has the the big brother resume as the rest of them. Right. And right. Um, you can partially say Dave that he didn't necessarily have the opportunity to, because he was in a different type of situation than all of them. Right. So um, I think if X ever comes back, I think that we might be able to see more of his full capabilities but at the same time, I don't think he would be given, um, especially how ga- the game is played now, I don't think he'll be given the opportunity to uh, stretch his legs in the in the game. I agree. I think if he ever played again, he would be targeted early and fast uh, and right away. So he's kind of like one of these players that right time, right place. I think the, the circumstances uh, with the cookout, I think worked to his advantage, um, you know, because, and, and I think his big move, I guess, was cutting Tiffany as soon as he could. 
you know, and then Kylan's later on. But I would say let's let's because we could kind of do a post mortem on it. His biggest move was controlling the end game. Let's let's be honest, right? Yeah, controlling the end game. And when I say that, I mean um, accepting opportunities when they came with um, Kylan and winning when he needed to. And like it was a very patient game, I think, that Xavier played, right? And so I think that that's maybe a restrained game. You know? Yes. Um, just like I know that he feels that his social game was extremely good, and that's why he was kept off the block, which if comparing notes, there was a lot of situations where he was protected by the cookout, but let's not put that as a knock against him because the cookout protected the cookout as well. So the, the same advantage that he had Kylan technically had and big D had, cause they could have easily been in situations where they were gone. Hannah had. So right. I am trying my best to uh, n- try to negate that thought process, that easy, that easy, um, pitfall of thinking well he did nothing that isn't necessarily the case um when he had the opportunity to which is the end game which is the same for every single person who's in the end game he took advantage of what was given to him he played well right which is like your ability to take opportunities your ability to actually perform and your ability to not not uh, treat people poorly on the way out. Those three factors make him a good winner. And I'm happy that he is the winner of this season, as opposed to the option, the other option that we have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like when we got to the vote tonight, I was like, who are they going to vote for? Really? (laughs) Do we have to drag this out? I would rather get more time with the pre-jury players uh, if we can or something else, because it was just like even the competition. I was telling Jeff this at the top of the podcast and he's he's coming back in now was that like the because the, we talked about the part, the first part we talked about like when Kylan came into the jury segment. Did you have any thoughts on that? That whole section there? Because uh, then I want to get to part three. Revisionist history Re- is all I had to say about that whole thing with Kylan. Um, that was someone should have been. That is the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard from Kylan. He like when he, we, well, what did he, say he about got Hannah? screwed. Yes, right when when he finally started saying something stupid, I was like, "Please, why isn't there?" This is what I want to see. This is a foregone conclusion. This is look, CBS. I'm I'm looking directly in your eye. I know you're watching, CBS. If you have something that is juicy. Right, go where the juice is. G- give me that sizzle. Don't mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you know, we're gonna spend time making sure that everyone, you know, has an opportunity to say their piece about whatever difficulties and opportunities they have. No, I don't need to hear a speech. Um, congratulations on your success in the game, Brittany. Um, I called it though. Um, if we look at the tapes, I did call it. I'm just saying, Brittany. Yeah, bro, you said Brittany. That she was gonna do something to get get attention. No, I said she was on the spectrum. Oh, you said she was on the spectrum. Yes. Yeah. Which you know, like, it's not to say that 
oh, she she did something to to say that she was on the spectrum. I just, in terms of personality, and I, I feel her interactions with individuals, it seemed to me very evident. But that's yeah. neither here. I, I don't think it was a big surprise to yeah. the, the cast members. I, I just don't need um, Chada. You have something to say? Go ahead and say it. Uh, da, da, da. You have something to say? Go ahead and say it. Like everyone had to do a decoration. I could have just got a montage. Get a montage, and I could have gotten more of people dragging Kylan about his stupid crap about yeah. saying that Hannah and B- Derek F are the exact same type of player. Same value um, to him was kind of, kind of what I think it was. I think what he m- maybe meant, I don't know. But uh, let, okay, let's moving on just to part three of the HOH itself, and that's what I was. Uh, it all came down to uh, to Britty sent uh, this one that was the first question. Because uh, Aza and Xavier went on to get the rest of them right. And I thought that they were kind of, well, we had, um, what do we have? We had DX was abs after dark, Sarah <laughs> Beth and Beth Sarah. We had Crystal Claire, super psychic, Alyssa the amazing, Turbo Tiffy Toes, Green What's with the Tiffy hand- Toes. I don't know. They love their Tiffy Toes. Uh, green Hand Group, which was, I guess, Hannah's. Yeah, for Blue uh, Man Group. Instead of yeah, they're like, what rhymes? What goes? What should we do for Hannah? Well, the first part of her not name rhymes with man, so let's make a man. I don't know. And then we have spoken word with Kylan, which was actually kind of funny. Yes, uh, but you didn't uh, like a BS with SB. I liked BS with SB. That was or SB with BS. BS. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Sketch B, uh, but uh, but you know how can I? How could they deny us yet another Britney rap? It's pretty sense rap out loud comedy. She's dropping beats like first woman to win a veto competition. I thought she was going to rap. I thought they were going to rap exactly each line. Three times. Yeah, me too. I thought so too. I, I thought evicted with the same number of votes as Christian. That was what got them because Aza says C, right? And uh, and and Xavier said B, which was the but correct he answer. It. He switched yes. it. So they they both almost got it wrong. I think they he, were so distracted by the rapping that they yeah. were like, "Where? What is this again?" By Britney no. Scent. They're like, by, "Damn, Britney Scent." Okay. I I also will call BS on um, on Julie. Julie needs to stop with this reset bu- bullshit. Okay, yeah. Th- this has been going on long enough. Don't reset what, until I tell you. But you can see, like, it's causing like people to doubt what they're supposed to do. She yeah. calls it for some people, and she doesn't call it for other people. X puts it a day um, early, and Aza just keeps it there, like afraid that um, Mommy Julie is gonna smack her in the nose for. <laughs> For doing it too early, it's like you you see, like Aza didn't want to even touch her cards until the question was finished um, being said, and That's then true. she's being rushed. She's like, "You need to lock in your questions." She's like, "You just finished stating the question. Give me a chance to think for a second. I need like, a new final three, a part three, each competition, not just for American for Big Brother, but for Canadian Big Brother too. I don't like, like I'm." I don't want to see like who remembers how many who won vetoes when or days when or who cares like it's just like it's like you can do it for a competition but really is this what it should all come down to who who memorized whatever um, I think this is what they should do okay guys I think all right all three of the final three play for HOH okay that person wins HOH has to put two people on the block okay 
those two people alone play for veto. Okay. And whoever wins the veto stays. I would say yeah. win has to win two out of three vetoes. Or, or you could do something like that. Yeah. But I think we could change it up where it's physical, um, mental, and then some kind of game of chance. But can we imagine a better version of this part three than just like a true or false or who I get, just get did? Ease? You know, <laughs> it's like no, but just but keeping the format of like somebody wins part one, somebody wins part two, and you get a finale. That's fine. I like, I do like that part of the format. I just hate that that this competition is always just like this, Julie reading questions and why can't it gets... be pressure cooker? Something whoever uh, wants it more gets it. Of course, it'd be insane to do that live because <laughs> no, like you're gonna be a 24 hour broadcast because I ain't giving up anytime soon. They could do pressure cooker for part one though. Sure, and do you know, and, and and like this is what I think they should do. Like all three people go for the first HOH. Whoever wins that is exempt to the to the first two, to the final two chairs. They what yep. they the thing is well, the reason why they do this guys is because they want that moment where Xavier had to decide tonight between Aza and Big D. That's what they want. That's their show. You that can is- still have that, but just change this competition to be more interesting and less like predictable. I don't think they need that. Somebody got nine out of nine, Jeff. Somebody got eight out of nine. It's not, it's not, it wasn't compelling. It was eight out of eight, seven out of eight. Yeah. But yes. Uh, Yeah. I don't like it either, Dave. I'm not, I I think they should change it. But here's the thing. Like, it's what do you want? Like, what do the producers want? And they want a decision made on finale night. And how often is it really that compelling? I mean, really? I mean, there's a couple times when yeah. Josh took Paul. That was compelling. That was ridiculous. You know, it's a Cody taking Derek. There's been a few of them where you're like, what? You know, but overall, I'd rather it be like, like Ian a taking veto. Dan. Yeah, Ian taking Dan. There, there have been cool moments. I'm not saying there isn't. Ah, oh, but don't but, forget when Andy took Gina Marie. Right. Like, there's Nick! a bunch of them. <laughs> like, tonight, where, yeah, where Xavier took Big Like, there's a bunch of them like tonight where you're just like okay who cares or when steve moses cut uh vanessa you know that was a big moment right uh you know because she was she was the 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 xavier of that season who was was the the anointed one tiffany of that she was the tiffany she was the tiffany of that season (laughs) um yeah like tiffy toes i don't know like it i I'm, I'm good with it other than like maybe the questions just need to be not about days and who won the most vetoes or whatever like just something different like maybe how many something else how many can you uh, maybe it's just yeah, a, a like how many couples were in the big brother house and it's the damn goldfish trick uh, trick answer that um what was that that was for a big brother um it happened to for a big brother um was it Big Brother Eight or I forget which Big Brother it was. Before fifteen, I can't answer that. But we um, need to get you back. Like you need to start. Yeah, watching you gotta go retro. Right? I gotta go retro and go back. You gotta watch days. a few of them. You gotta watch the Evil Dick season. You gotta yes. watch all stuff. Right. And you have to so, watch. Uh, you you think Josh Martinez is a saint? Yeah. In the con- after the competition was over, the part three hoh. You know, um, we got he evicted Aza. Uh, because you know he, him and Big D walked in together. That was the reason he gave in his uh, little Nonsense. speech. Nonsense. Um, and uh, you know, Big Big D's like, I'm just happy I got second. He kind of even says it right away. He's like, I've, I know I've lost, uh, but it's all good. And then so Asa just said he was. She was sad in her exit interview. Uh, she says she would have taken Xavier, 
She's not a money motivated person. And I also enjoyed when, when, uh, Julie asked Aza like, but you know, you're missing out on, and then she needed to try to figure out the math of like what the difference between the grand prize of 750,000 was and like the second place of 75,000 was. Yeah. She it's 675,000 for the record. Just, um, just goes to show you what motivates Julie Chen. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, she is that moon and she's not giving up those billions that Les made. Don't you, don't you forget it. So th- and that love- was, I love that moment. Just, I, I, just the fact that Aza said that to Julie Chen's face, I loved. You know, because I think some of these celebrities like Julie Chen need that said to them every now and again. Oh my God, there are people that are not motivated by money. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like it's so rare. You know, she How loves Aza people... too because Aza's like religious as well, right? So they have that in right. common. <laughs> right. I got my Jesus. You do have Jesus. I have him too. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I have him with diamond necklaces on. But you, yeah. you also, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Jesus. Uh, well, uh, you know, God said, "Give Caesar unto Caesar," and you know, I, I got it. If Aza was just like, you know, it's easier. For a rich man, for yeah, for to go through the eye of a needle, a camel to go through the eye of a needle, and a rich man to enter heaven. If that something like that was thrown at Julie, <laughs> oh her my head god, would her explode. head would explode. The chin bot yeah. would explode. Um, so the second hour of this episode tonight was kind of like dull, I'd say. Um, like this, did this have to be two hours? But I guess so. No. Uh, but the jury was brought out, you know, standard here. They brought out Aza because they were all hoping it was going to be Big D. They didn't want him to get second either, but he did. And um, and then, you know, there's kind of we just went into the questions after that. We talked about Kylan's question for Xavier, you know, and how the, the getting that out of the way was. Were any of these other jury questions interesting to you? Uh, no, no, they sucked. No. And OK, this is the other thing. I don't like production giving them cards. Hey, Kylan, read this. Hey, stop it. Get, you know, yeah. like that's the one thing that they do way better in Survivor. I, you know, like they, they, it's a open round table. It's they give them time to actually. It doesn't have to be a live show. Like Survivor does all, quite a few things better than Big Brother, and this is that's one of them. Right. Yeah. The only question that was, or the only answer that was compelling was from Xavier because, like, you know, like when Alyssa asked him stuff, like, what was your biggest mistake? And he doesn't give, like, an answer. He goes, well, it was like I got too close to my teammates. Like, that was my biggest mistake. Like, it wasn't. So we should have just yelled bullshit. Yeah. The the most compelling The the praise that Xavier got, like, tonight, like I was saying to to Dave earlier, Jamil, like, it was ridiculous. Like, (laughs) they acted like he was this greatest social player in the history of the game, and he wasn't. He didn't even know, like, Tiffany has a son, not a daughter. Like, like there's a bunch of things, like, like Xavier, he purposely didn't get to know these players. You know why, though, right? Because he wanted, um, yeah, he wanted to be able to make it easier so he could vote them out, from what I've heard. So, but I mean, why everyone's giving him so much praise? Like, he didn't play like the worst game. He didn't play an awful game. And I've already kind of mentioned my feelings about the game he played. But the thing is, like you're seeing wrestling rules in effect and wrestling rules are right. You don't crap on the person that beats you because that makes you look like garbage. So X is a great player. He even beat me. Right. That's what I felt. I was hearing a lot of that. And the fact that, I think there was a decision made by the jury to be nice, and that's what we saw. Everyone was playing nice. Yeah, they yes. didn't want to be bitter. 
But like the best answer was like when uh, Derek X asked Lucius a question. Uh, His name is Lucius. His name is Lucius. Uh, and then like Derek, Xavier actually gave like a really thought out answer where he's like, yeah, I had to get out like certain threats like you at certain times. And that, you know, when, and, and eventually like that allowed me to win. And Derek X is just like, great. You told me exactly what I wanted to hear because I was never wanting to vote for Big D anyway. The two Derek's didn't like each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, th- this was kind of my problem. Like it, it, they, there was not even a consideration for Big D and I'm not saying there should have been, but it was like, I don't think this praise for Xavier was warranted. Like, I feel like they, they were not going to give it to Big D. So they, you know, they they had nothing to do. So say that, like, say why, like, like Jamil wanted blood. I wanted it too. I just wanted it something that was real tonight. Like it was all like playing nice and, I don't know. It was like they didn't want to humiliate or demean Big D, but he deserved it. He's an asshole. (laughs) He deserved it. Like they should have said, like, screw you, Big D. And we're guess what? None of us are voting for you tonight. Or something along those lines without giving spoilers maybe away. But either give him praise or give him hell. Give, you know, or or a little bit in between. Somebody give him praise, somebody give him hell. You know, like it it was just a lot of oh, Xavier's great and Big D, you're there. You know? It's just like, come on. Like, you know. Like Big D did something to get there, you know, and they were, you know, they there was lines with Xavier. That was kind of the best thing he did. There was one good question that uh, I think it was SB asked to Big D where she said, well, other than, you know, covering for the cookout and getting in fights with the cookout, like what else did you do in the game? That was probably the best question that was asked. You know what his answer was? It was not good. I remember that. He says I ran the I ran the whole cookout. That was yeah, what I did. Yeah. I, I like even the fights. I was those were I ran those. Oh my gosh! Right. I just ran the whole thing. Yeah, he's delusional, and, and, <laughs> and you know, but like then, so, so why isn't someone being like, okay, Big D, that was a delusional answer or something? You know, it was just nothing. It was just okay, moving on. I X. don't know. No, nobody. Has, I guess he. They maybe anybody who tried didn't get very far in the past. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe right. Yeah, okay. And so, um, and then Oz's question, why you over X? And then his answer was, I put in the work. <laughs> I put what in the work. Of, like, I put in the work. And Xavier didn't put in the work? I put in the work. I ran the cookout. It's and maybe like, Xavier too. It's like someone doing a high school math question and just putting the answer. Right? Yeah. And then it's like, show your work is like, and then circles the entire question and the answer that I, there's, I put in the work. It's like, no, I just see you come with the conclusion. I don't see an answer. I don't see, no. your, I don't see your work to lead to that answer. The Nothing. only thing that were like answers was when kind of when Xavier answered Kylan's question, which was not really an answer. It was more like, I'm going to give you a response that's going to include what I think of you right now. And then again, when Xavier answered uh, Derek X a little later on, but only because the question was directed to Lucius. So uh, it was kind of, that was the only other like interesting thing I think that was said in this whole segment. Otherwise it was a snooze uh, and boring and could have, you know, then we got those, those pre-jury players on, 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 on screen. Really only uh, Christian got to speak, I think of any of them. And Brent, I guess got a little, Brent got a minute. And Travis only got 
got two seconds because uh, 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 DX mentioned him. Yeah, and like Frenchie was there, but not not even named. I don't think. No. And uh, who was the other Whitney? I don't think Whitney. was they never showed her. Frenchie. Frenchie, yeah. Like I, I don't understand. I guess with COVID, they just didn't want to have them there. But um, I don't know. I think that's a travesty that, the, you know, like the, the the Dodgers are playing full stadiums and the, they can't fly five people out to L.A. because of COVID. Give me a break. Yeah, I thought it was a little lame, uh, but I guess, you know, they, wouldn't, they would have only been on stage for two seconds anyway. So the two seconds like, that Julie spent hugging and yeah. being close to everyone else. Yeah. Despite yeah. social distancing. That was the other thing I noticed. Yeah, because like the whole season, she's like social distance, no hugging. But then tonight she's like, we're going out to the bar. Woo. Yeah, it's nonsense, you know. Like, yeah, like the and the, the fact there was no live crowd, to, like even for the finale, I get it for maybe the whole season, but not, not for the finale, nothing. Like, I, not ooh. even like uh, like a virtual audience, like they do on those game shows or whatever, uh, yeah. with people on like those big screens. CBS yeah. has that. They could they could have opened up the Price Is Right studio yep. or the Let's Make a Deal studio or something for it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, and so the, Christian called the cookout the greatest alliance ever. Jamil, do you agree? Greatest alliance in history, Big Brother. No, better than the uh, better than the brigade, better than the no. even the moving company. Maybe they're the most dif- dysfunctional good alliance in BB history by far. They're the that's what I'll you can say. say the most successful. Um, you can say the most successful, but the best, no, no, no. I would put the Quack Pack above them. I would put the uh, the Brigade above them. I would probably put uh, I would put Chilltown, even though it's two people. I would put them above them. Like you know, what about like level six though, or something like that? Oh, stop it with the level six and the committees and <laughs> they're more recent. But Jamil, what do you mean compared to like the Sunsetters or uh, something like that from the Big, Big, Big Brother Canada? Uh, well, pretty boys, yes. Or the pretty boys. I think the pretty boys maybe yeah, better. Not the sunsetters, because right? the sunsetters really kind of broke up long before the the. No, they're final. for life. Sunsetters for life. Life, like they got to, what is it? Four out of six. Yeah, sunsetters did. Yeah, four to six, sunsetters. But eh. but Cookout was six out of six. Even yes. even level six themselves, who had six in their name, they were five out of six because they lost Winston along the way. So uh, yeah, like I think that they're a good alliance, but it was also sort of like a lot of circumstances. So um, whatever it needs, and, and so then we had our vote, um, or we already had our vote actually, and so we read the vote. But before that, we had our secrets. So okay, the one we didn't mention was when he revealed he was the son of Smoking Joe Frazier, and Xavier like got excited by this quite a bit more than i expected yeah like he never watched smoke and joe frazier fight like you know i never have you guys saw that youtube smoke and joe frazier died in 2011 like he uh he fought in the 70s like he fought muhammad ali like you know like or he saw the he saw muhammad ali um uh he saw muhammad ali uh uh docu um film and he's like oh i know smoke and joe frazier uh yeah and so he was just like oh my god and i saw that fraser tattoo and whatever and so yeah that was that we we it was the he said he wasn't a frankie grande didn't want to be labeled a frankie grande so that's why he what, didn't an be a celebrity relative of a celebrity 
Yeah, an annoying relative of a celebrity. He thought that's why people voted Frankie out. I don't think that's why they voted Frankie out. I would have voted Frankie out because he was Frankie. Yeah. Hashtag uh, we want to sparkle like a Frankie. And uh, Xavier told his story about the whole, I'm a, I, well, I am a model and I am, but I'm a division two basketball player and I am an attorney. And everyone's like, yeah, we already know. He's giving me lawyer vibes. And uh, it was funny just how Derek re- reacted to that. And then Brittany needed her moment as well to reveal her autism. Uh, it had a specific term she used in her diagnosis. Um, and thanks, thanks to everyone for accepting her. Um, good stuff. Uh, and I mean, I, th- I the one thing I did like about what she said was that that you know she, she didn't want to tell them because they wanted to, she wanted everyone to see her for who she is, which I think most people should you know stop. Yeah, like labels are are labels and they don't define you. Man, I need friends. Yep. And then you got Kylan who said he didn't back down about anything he said. He's like, I was just making an objective statement. It wasn't really about your nephew. And so we, we were playing that at the top of the show tonight as well. Uh, before you joined Jamil, just with like, we were listening back to it. Like, I don't know how that moment, how Kylan can see that moment so differently if he really believes what he's selling here, or if he's just trying to deflect. Or do you think he believes what he's saying? That's. I think Kylan does believe what he's saying. I think he's the type of person that believes his own hype. Yeah. And um, he, from his perspective, he said nothing wrong and he came with it with the best of intentions. Uh, goodwill and, and best yeah. of intentions. I, I don't think he did. You know, this is the thing. I think he's lying. And I think ever and it's easy to sniff the BS. And, uh, you know, so that, that's my problem with it. You know, like, it, it, it's so clearly delusional or on purpose lying and either one is bad and the fact that he isn't like the fact that his family had to put out a statement for him just goes to show you like how off base he how is. outraged everybody was and like how much it was felt by people in his orbit yeah right and, you know and you don't bring kids into an argument about loyalty on a reality tv game show so yeah you know. we're true totally true yeah uh maybe we can do a reset is that something that we can agree to and try and reset and do i would like to agree and reset yep uh jamil uh were you happy for tiffany america's favorite player um no a close race with no derek i was kind of disappointed that was a De- derek x because i know tiffany was going to get her shine uh, when she came back, Derek X, I think, feel more and more um, that it is a strong pill, a possibility for him to also come back and have a chance to w- make more money. But I think now there's going to be more motivation for Tiffany for sure over him. I did it! I feel amazing. Good for you, Tiffany. Yep. Okay, I think we're fading. We're coming up on one o'clock in the morning, so I think we're gonna call it uh, quits. And we 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 had we we did it. We did all twelve weeks, guys. We talked about this season. We covered. We are experts. Just ask us anything about these players. We know things. Uh, what a journey it's been. Uh, couldn't have done it with two finer per- people. Uh, also, thanks to Daryl Clark. 
who did also uh, sub in a, a bunch of times this season. Amen for Amen. doing our our um, our draft um, episode. He was there for it. Oh, so, that's right. He was. He was there for the draft. Yeah. And thank you to our other draft members, including and the people who've been watching along with us all season, including and the my people wife. that you beat. And all the people I beat, you know, sorry, I had to do it. I can't Spread the salt, Dave. You won. I you won. won. I got it. I, with my, I did it. I was like, I have the first pick. When you have the first pick, it's a lot of pressure because you're stuck with like the last pick as well. So you only get one shot to pick it. Um, and I did it. So you I practically got the uh, second person out and the last person out. And Daryl already responded. He's like, I was going to take Xavier. You only got Xavier because you got the first pick, which is we do it randomly. Who gets yeah. what? So uh, each time. So, hey, I won the draft order more than anything. Well, Daryl knows how to um, to shut you up, and that is to win our next one, which is going to be um, a Celebrity Big Brother. So Celebrity Big Brother coming in January. Uh, I think Jamil and I are going to be covering that solo, uh, unless, Jeff, you're going to you want to come in for that but uh <laughs> january is a long time away it's a long time away so we'll see how it goes but yeah celebrity big brother uh that's gonna be more like a speed uh survivor season and then we expect we'll be doing big brother canada in the spring uh as well so if you're a big brother fan we'll be back and then uh also check out survivor because big brother and survivor not that far apart so there was an episode, second episode aired tonight of Survivor, Juggling Chainsaws. Did watch that, but it uh, was back-to-back with Big Brother, so had to watch Big Brother and then come on here. So we're going to be talking about um, Survivor episode two tomorrow night. I think we're just going to do it it's like <laughs> with the slot we've been doing Big Brother at for like the last 12 weeks. Um, and uh, we also uh, have other podcasts, including Marvel Cinematic Universe podcasts. We need to get to Venom. We need to get to uh, the, um, uh, well, before that, probably the uh, the What If series. But uh, before that happens, I'm going on vacation. So uh, we're, we, those are going to be down the road here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting, uh, probably the week after Thank- Canadian Thanksgiving. And then also on Live Long and Podcast, which is our Star Trek theme channel. You can also check out on most Monday nights, we have uh, Star Trek, the original series rewatches. We're a bit of a hiatus right now because of uh vacations and things like that but on tuesday nights star trek d space nine coming up next tuesday you're going to be watching Homefront and paradise lost the two-parter from season four of d space nine and uh as well uh every thursday we talk about star trek lower decks including tomorrow night we'll be talking about star trek lower decks season two episode seven uh which is the newest episode i think i only i don't know anything about it yet uh, but we're gonna be talking about that with davin skillhorn from locuters of trek which is another star trek podcast uh he's a he's a cousin of, of jeff and i's and so he's he's he'll be talking about star trek lower decks and check out our third channel trivia debates our monthly channel where we argue about movie tv sports and more and amen mater's podcast my son he's off at school right now learning audio recording technology and he does a um, he does a good job. Um, uh, <laughs> his podcast is let's, t- <laughs> let's talk about fighting games. Computer turn on spotlight. Um, so my, automatic, my automatic light went off. <laughs> yeah, it did. It looked like, is this the big one? Is Dave the first, <laughs> the first of many to, to get hit with the big one? Um, yes, let's talk about fighting games. You can um, watch it on anywhere you um, listen to podcasts. Um, so, Dave, continue, please. 
yes. So that's it. That was the last plug, and I, I, I thought I could get in before one o'clock hit, but not 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 so much. So I uh, yeah, that that's a signal we we all need to get to bed and get on uh, with it. But um, oh, and also it's it's now September thirtieth, uh, two thousand twenty-one. So. I don't know if it's a happy Truth and Reconciliation Day here in Canada, but it is uh, a song. Wearing orange. I yes, I need to get to my orange. Uh, Jeff Jeff's got the day off. He's a. Federal I was boy. wearing orange earlier. I wore it for work. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, um, that's it. Thanks for being with us this whole time and listening to us go on for for all these hours. Really appreciate it. Okay, until then, uh, let's get some Julie Chen to do, uh, to take us away. Um, I love me some Jesus. From outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen Moonvez. Love one another. Jesus. Oh, thank you.